Radio. Welcome to a special uh, podcast, Perusia podcast, Shaboresh. I'm super excited to have on the other side of the world with me, uh, Chris Stefanik, the author of this book. It's been super popular, Joy to the World. Hello, Chris. How you doing? So good to be with you, Shabelle. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, so where are you now in the Honor. world? Uh, you're in the States at the moment. Thanks be to God. I'm back home in Denver. Uh, Denver no travel Colorado. over Christmas. Uh, after a grueling year of travel, but it, I say grueling, but it, it energizes me every time. I mean, this stuff never gets old to me, preaching the core message of the gospel. In fact, Charbel, you know, my, my ministry is, is really taking a, a, a streamlined focus on that central gospel message because that's what renews the world. Yeah. And you know where, um, <laughs> I, just, I just realized this as you hit record, <laughs> you know, a key place for me that I realized that that was my central calling, the main message I should be giving the world, was when I was in Australia touring with you. Really? And I was given a couple different talks, and, and you and you said, why don't you try this talk? And I, I okay. And he said, no, 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 keep doing that one. Keep yeah. doing that one. It was that <laughs> basic come to Jesus gospel talk. Um, and uh, wow, that, that's really cool. You, you were part of me refining the main thing I was supposed to focus on with my life. So thanks for listening to the Holy Spirit there. Wow. Praise God. That's good. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Yeah. I won't forget. Yeah. And, and you know, God. I've, um, I've just completed my book and it's in print now and it's going to come out, but uh, you actually feature in there at a, a point where, and I've shared this with you already, where you sent me a random email at a time when I was ready to sort of give up on Perusia in the sense that I couldn't sustain yeah. it. Um, and you just sent me an encouraging email, and it was the first of three signs that I, I needed to say, "God, you keep going." And and I gave up teaching. Hallelujah! And now full time, praise God. This is fantastic. Yes. Yeah. Way to <laughs> so step out in faith, man. Way to be a fool for Jesus. That's you got to be an absolute, <laughs> absolutely crazy person to step out of a boat and, and walk on water. Exactly. And that's where the Lord calls us to go. <laughs> that's right. Well, I tell you what, you um, you've done amazing work with this book. I have to say, uh, "Joy to the World." What a concept. I mean, it just worked perfectly this year because Advent starts on December 1. Uh, and so we, we just thought of an idea of, of breaking it up chapter by chapter per day and, and sending it out via email. And it's been picked up amazingly. Uh, hundreds and hundreds of people have signed up to get these daily meditations. And we're getting feedback from them saying, this is amazing, just what I needed to hear. I can't wait to read the next day. Um, I'm, I'm sharing this uh, with my family. So you did a fantastic job with this. Um, uh, and and the physical book as well, and and I'm just so blessed to be a part of this concept that people are being inspired during this season of of Advent, and your your meditations are just they just hit the spot. I'm reading it with my wife, my children, um, and if I don't read it physically, I'm I'm reading it on the email, and and so it's great having them both simultaneous. But 2019 Advent was exactly 25 days, and it fit perfectly with this book. What gave oh, you the inspiration for this? Um, it's 25 meditations on the best news ever and how to live it every day. What gave you that inspiration? Well, the best news ever is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah, there we go. That, that's it. I mean, yeah. for all the craziness in the world, for all the craziness in the church, we still have the best news ever. There's exactly. nothing that remotely compares, nothing that comes close to the good news that 
that God created us with a purpose. You know, what, what atheists and secularists throw at the world does not compare with this. If people will tell you, make up your own meaning to life. If you make something up, you know it's make-believe, and make-believe does not give you meaning. You know, that, that there's an actual God who made us with a purpose, that, that God is love, so that purpose is good. You know, this is the best news ever. I mean, before, before Jesus came, before we knew that God is love, uh, even the Greeks and Romans, they believed in God, but God was a jerk. <laughs> That's not good news. He's a lightning bolt wielding jerk, right? So <laughs> here we have this, this, this God that, that we see this story emerging from sacred scripture, who is love, made us with a purpose, suffered and died for us to redeem us and bring us back to our creative purpose when we wandered from him, rose from the dead, promises us life everlasting. Charbel, this is the best news that mankind has ever received. And uh, when we forget that this is the context for understanding Catholicism, uh, it, it's like, it's like a, a marriage. When you remove the context of, of the love story, what are you left with? Well, I'll tell you, you're left with a bad idea. You're left with a to-do list. You're left with burdens and rules and, and, and you know, little rituals in your marriage you have to keep up. And it's exhausting. If it's about love, then all those things become worth it and they make sense and they become beautiful. And the world has come to perceive Catholicism as something burdensome, as a to-do list, as doctrines that have nothing to do with real life and moral laws that you have to bear as if they're a big burden, you know, put the love story back. And suddenly it's the best news ever. Uh, And all the, the rest makes sense, but not just the rest of Catholicism, all of life makes sense and becomes beautiful. Uh, so this is the, the good news of the gospel that we focus on in Advent, at Christmas. And when we don't make a habit every day of focusing on it, we look like anybody else. We, we, we can live as if our, our passing circumstances weigh us down and have the final say in our lives. No, no, the gospel is the story of our lives. Everything else is just a page. Uh, but we, we have to habituate uh, meditating on that core message, that good news. You know, so while we might delve into the issue of the day or theology and the finer points of theology and apologetics and all those things are good and wonderful and necessary, um, we have to, as a discipline, just come back to the heart of it all. Just like in a marriage, you go out on date night. Yes. There's a million details that have to do with your marriage, but you always got to come back to, why did we do this? Oh yeah. Before the kids, we liked each other. That's why we did this. Awesome. <laughs> right? Awesome. Yeah, yeah. You we speak fell in love. Kids. This is exactly what we're, it's coming through, through your voice now is exactly, uh, and I have to tell the viewers, as I'm hearing you, I hear that through these pages and, um, uh, mm. you know, you, you started off with the very first meditation all about wh- why aren't we talking about the best news ever? And, you know, this is it. This is, this is good news and I've got good news to tell you. It's a much more attractive way of, a tr- um, of, of bringing people in, but you do talk about love in their relationship. You even, you even shared some personal things in here, um, uh, you know, when you first met your wife um, and how you fell in love with her, um, even uh, a moment when you lost uh, one of your children uh, and you were worried there for yeah, a while. And wow, um, just, yeah, this is just, mate, I've got five days to go till Christmas here in Australia anyway. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward yeah. to um, just seeing how this all goes. But uh, brilliant. You just hit everyday issues and, and that, that's who you so, are. Man. Well, and God speaks through who we are. He speaks through yeah. everyday life. You know, that's the blessing of being a husband and a father. If God is love, that means he speaks through fatherhood. Yes. He speaks through yes. my marriage. And I could I can examine my own uh, heart, dig into what's going on in there to get an, uh, to see what the, an echo is uh, of God the Father. That, that echo that, that I, I see in myself as a father, as a husband. You know, so that, that's why I dig into those personal stories 
Um, you know, another personal story recently, my, we almost lost my dad. He had a heart attack and, uh, oh, wow. uh he, he almost died right, right there in front of me in the hospital. Thank God he lived and, and pulled, we pulled through. Um, but when, when he was almost, almost dead, and this, 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 this was a mind blowing moment. He asked to hold my rosary and he held it against his chest. And then he looked at me and said, I'm posing for my casket. And he grinned. Uh, <laughs> and then he said, Chris, I'm not worried about a thing. Yeah. You know, I, I think of moments like that and how the gospel transforms everyday life. Um, that is not, you can't laugh in the face of death. And that was a painful moment. Okay. And, and there's times around Christmas where people have painful moments and painful memories yeah. they're dealing with. So I'm not, I'm not whitewashing the pain out of life. It's real. You know, that was not easy for my mom, for my dad, for me, for any of us. Uh, but yet in the midst of that, there's a light that shines in the darkness. See, a, a secularized atheistic worldview can't give you the grace in that moment to smile as you might die imminently. My dad knew that God is love, loved him, uh, died for him, suffered with him, suffered with us all, called him, was calling him to eternal glory if he died that day. Um, only that gospel worldview can give you hope in those moments throughout life. And here's the beautiful way Jesus redeems us. And we celebrate this on Christmas. Uh, the Jews were waiting for a conquering king that would topple Rome and, and just, you know, reign in a secular way. And Jesus came and did it in a way that was way better. Yeah. You know, <laughs> without changing anything, he changed everything. Life still looks the same. The pages look the same. We have those moments in our deathbeds. We'll all have them. No one gets out alive, unfortunately. We live, we're born, we work, we die, we suffer. And yet, all the pages of human existence because of Jesus, it has a new cover. There's a new cover on the story. Yes. You know, it, it's a, it's a love story. There's a new binding. All the messy tattered pages are brought up into something beautiful, even, even the struggles. And uh, you know, if, if someone's listening right now who's experiences struggles and, and sadness and, and the lot, the memory of a, a loved one that's not with them on Christmas, you know, Jesus didn't come to take all that away, but to transform it. He, he entered our darkness. Uh, and because yeah. of that, we have hope in the midst of it all, even Praise when it's hard. God. Praise God. Yeah. But now, so, this is only a short podca- uh, podcast, that, um, and I, I wanted just to um, grab you just before we, we close off about you personally. You've been, you've been, this doesn't come from nowhere. This is you realizing all this. When did it, when did it hit you? Um, it, you know, like, <laughs> when, did, when did this become real for you? And, and, wow. And, and, yeah, this is amazing. You're not speaking just theory here. You're speaking real Personal That's right. No, from one John, he said, we proclaim to it. We see with our eyes. We've touched with our hands concerning the word of life. Uh, we, we need to, to proclaim what we've seen and what we've touched ourselves. You know, I, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, devoted to, uh, you know, praying a good solid hour a day and, 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 and then, and then trying to get to daily mass and holy hours and, and that quiet time of intimacy with the Lord. But that stretches back to my own conversion. I was in, I was a teenager. My parents dragged me to a retreat against my will. So I love <laughs> coerced religious experiences for kids, <laughs> make them go to things. And what changed my life, it wasn't the guys giving talks on the stage. It was the people in the room. You know, the first Christians called themselves the living ones. Mm. And I saw an internal life in them. I didn't have in me. And I remember a particular face. He, he was probably 60 years old and it wasn't cool. And he wasn't a professional speaker. He was just standing there praising God. And I saw the joy in his face. He'd never guess he's why I'm talking to you right now, but he's a big wow. part of why I'm talking to you right now. And, and I think the a- average Christian, there's no average, right? That's why I put parentheses around average Christian has no idea how powerful they are just by living their life in Christ, just by being that light of the world, a joyful presence. I mean, this is the message when we let this message of the gospel inform how we see life. I was given a young adult event once and this young adult in the front row asked me, 
how do you explain that Jesus did so much great stuff for people 2000 years ago and doesn't now? I said, do you let him now? That's right. <laughs> you, you, you're, you, you really, if, you, if, if this is an hour a week, it, it, you don't experience how amazing this life can be. Uh, but if this gospel story becomes the center of your life, if you invite Jesus to be Lord of your life, your Savior, your King, you make your life about him. Uh, then you experience the life you were made for, the life he made you for, and is standing by with the grace to live it. You know, then you become a living one. And just in who you are, you proclaim the gospel. You know, he, he's born, he's Amen. risen. Tell your face. That's it. That's right. <laughs> love it. Love it. Well, I can see it. I can tell you've been moved and transformed. Thank you for saying yes. And thank you for making a commitment. Real Life Catholic. Tell us uh, your website. Um, still going strong. Reallifecatholic.com. Reallifecatholic.com. Still going strong, getting way stronger. So awesome. Yeah, we awesome. just revamped the whole thing. And there's a lot of beautiful stuff in there to help you live the life you're made for. So I encourage everyone to go there. Reallifecatholic.com. Stay in touch with Chris Stefanik. Is all over social media. Get there first, and they'll point you in all the directions. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. You know your talks, your uh, your reboots, your um, all the different reflections you're doing, the different series you're doing. You're just busy, man. <laughs> just watching you. That's yeah. <laughs> so great. Um, and this is real for you. It's not a job. It's a mission, and I can see that. That's right. Praise God. So you thank too, you for man. joining you us. Too. I love you. I love you. I love sharp. I love uh, love Peruzzi and all that you're doing, man. Proud of you. Well, let's let's Proud do to more together. We've got to get you at Australia. It's got to happen. Yes, please. All right. Before you know it, before you know it. <laughs>